Ladies and gentlemen, Alien Zoo is now open. Thanks for listening. Now, at nobody's request, I am back because, you know what? I said to myself, if I just educate one person, I'll continue this podcast. And you know what? I'm learning a lot. So, in regards to my previous episode, The Conquered Creeper, I had a lot of people help me try to identify the creature I came across that night. Um... But you know what? It sure seems like it. it's a wallaby. You know, I heard from a friend of mine that, that there is a family in that area that collects wallabies, some sort of exotic pet. I don't understand. Um, that's been known for years in the town of Concord, Massachusetts. So there it is. Classic cryptozoological investigation. Nailed it. All right, enough of the alien zoo updates. It's now time for the actual episode. All right, here we go. The Honey Island Swamp is a dank, thick marshland that spans the state border between Pearl River County, Mississippi and Washington Parish, Louisiana. The unforgiving swamp got its name because of the honeybees once seen on a small nearby island. Once seen. I'm I'm guessing humans had something to do with their disappearance. It's just a hunch. But you know, we're really good at displacing species. Really good at it. The Honey Island Swamp is one of the least altered swamps in the United States. Meaning, there's very little, if any, man-made improvements added to the swamp. The Honey Island Swamp covers an area of 250 square miles, and out of its 70,000 acres, 34,896 of those are government-sanctioned as a permanently protected wildlife sanctuary, hopefully for the bees. Portions of the swamp are so thick that it is virtually impenetrable. Now, this is a good sign for cryptozoologists and normal boring zoologists when it comes to new animal discoveries. Um, In fact, in 2006, the first proof of the existence of the ivory-billed woodpecker was provided by way of video along the coasts of the Pearl River. Uh, This was the first time this bird was seen in the wild in 73 years. Little buddy is a hide-and-seek expert. Now, the Honey Island Swamp is so goddamn rich with animals. Alligators, raccoons, wild boars, turtles, black bears, reptilian bigfoots, owls, snakes, nutrias, which are semi-acrotic rodents, uh, part beaver, part rat. Uh, so, well, I guess that's all beaver then. And, uh, and bald eagles. Not only are all these creatures known by science, but they're all 
pretty basic animals, wouldn't you say? Well, except for the Nutria, which sounds like a brand of protein powder. Uh, Chris, why don't you pump the brakes for a second? You're seriously going to skip right over reptilian Bigfoots? Oh, I didn't think you'd notice. The supposed reptilian Bigfoot I speak of is known as the Honey Island Swamp Monster, okay? Well, reptilian Bigfoot, it's not a rep... It's a furry reptilian hominid, I suppose. Sure. And yes, I know, it sounds like a delicious new Dunkin' Donuts pastry filled with gravy. But it's not. It's a hybrid cryptid, or a supposed hybrid cryptid. Standing at a solid 7.5 feet and weighing upwards of 500 plus pounds, this ain't no nutria, I'll tell you that much, the creature is also known by some as the Louisiana Wookiee. And if you don't know what a Wookiee is in 2019, please shut off this podcast, rethink a few things. But why reuse the name of a beloved fictional alien species? It's, well, laziness in my opinion. That's why I like to call this creature the Gorilla Gator. Pretty badass. The creature in question is said to be covered in thick, dark gray or brown fur, matted together with swamp weed, uh, which actually reminds me, if you happen to have any swamp weed, may I recommend you partake while listening. Uh, this is a weird one. All right. So does so uh, does this sound familiar so far? Uh, sounds awfully like a Sasquatch, right? A swamp Bigfoot, perhaps? Well. Along with these characteristics, the Honey Island Swamp Monster is said to sport yellow eyes that some say seem reptilian. The beast is also said to emit uh, what has been called the stench of death. Um, Which, you know, it's different things for different people. My stench of death is uh, the smell of cooked mushrooms. Do I think this creature is aquatic? Uh, No, I do not. That's just not necessary in a swamp-like environment. Uh, I do believe that it has evolved certain characteristics to help it survive in such a marshland. Uh, Thick fur, longer snout, um, and that's for, you know, easier breathing through the thick, humid swamp air. Um, Also, when head fur gets wet, um, if this creature does have a flat Sasquatch-like face... It would make make it easier for the moisture to drip onto its nose and mouth, and you know create uh, you know breathing problems or issues breathing comfortably. Maybe um, a longer alligator-like snout uh, makes more sense, uh, even for a beast of this size. It just makes more sense for the type of environment that it's it's this creature has been seen in. All right, the sightings. Here we go. The monster was first sighted in 1963. Harlan Ford and his BFF Billy Mills were on the search of an abandoned cabin, which Harlan spotted in his plane, deep in the Honey Island Swamp. The two friends reached a clearing where they spotted a bizarre creature. Harlan recalled that when he first laid eyes on the creature from behind, it was crawling on all fours and reminded the man of a lion. But just as sudden... The creature stood up on two legs. It kept eye contact with them for a moment before then escaping from view into the underbrush. While describing the creature, Harlan said the following, It was nothing like I've ever seen before. Ugly and sinister and looking like something out of a horror movie. Calm down, Harlan. Then in 1974, 
Ford and Mills returned to the area on a duck hunting trip. Okay, The two found several dead boars with their throats torn out along the way. Realizing the boars were too far from the water to have been killed by alligators, they began to suspect the monster they encountered nine years prior was involved. Now let's stop for a moment, okay? I have this theory involving cryptids I call the cartoon tornado theory. Um, I believe I I mentioned, I didn't go over what this theory is, but I think I kind of mentioned it in the Alien Zoo episode on the Ozark Howler, uh, that I thought it could be possible for someone to see two animals fighting from a distance and perhaps through thick vegetation and combine all the images together into one creature. Kind of like when two cartoon characters, you know, I immediately think of Bugs Bunny and the Tasmanian Devil, when they get into a fight and just become a tornado of cartoon body parts. All right, now hear me out. If this swamp is filled with wild boars and alligators, and if one said alligator attacks and clamps its jaws down on one said wild boar, uh, I, I mean, the twisting of the alligator and the thrashing of the boar could create some interesting images in the mind. And the mind is trained to look at patterns. So if you don't exactly know what you're looking at, it tries its best to use the information it has to come up with uh, a conclusion of what it is your eyes are looking at. All right? I mean, only if you see the fight from a distance and through thick trees and swamp plants this works. Um, clearly, you'd be able to tell it's two a- different animals fighting if you had a clear view. Okay? I mean, it's just something to think about. All right, so let's see. So the boars without their throats was suspected to be the work of the creature Ford and Mills saw nine years ago, okay? This suspicion was confirmed when they noticed footprints, three-toed and webbed, and they were around one of the boars, okay? Here's where I disagree with the men. Rather than have a second encounter with the swamp monster, Ford and Mills actually retreated from the swamp at a fast pace, Come on, you just, you gotta stick around. You know, you gotta stick around. If there's one thing you gotta be as a cryptozoologist, it's consistent at a nerdy level. You never back off a swamp monster, that's all I'm saying. So, later that night, the friends returned to the area to make a cast of the footprints. And the cast that they made that night, uh, these are the prints you will see if you ask Jeeves about the Honey Island Swamp Monster. It's uh, one of the most famous images associated with this beast is uh, these tracks um so five casts were made the footprint casts taken were very unbigfoot like though okay first of all they were rather small for a cryptid hominid only about nine and three quarters inches long uh second they looked more similar to an alligator track just a little bit larger now three of the five casts clearly sported three toes Uh, that seemed to be spread out a bit, with uh, no toe touching one another. Um, It looks like a large chicken print, to be honest. A bit of webbing is visible between the toes as well, which makes sense for a creature in a swamp environment, not to sink down in all the mud. You want webbed feet. Uh, Create sort of like a snowshoe-type thing. All right. So in 1976, another man named Ted Williams, not to be confused with the old baseball player, uh, claimed to have seen the creature many times, actually. 
He claimed about eight or nine sightings of the beast over the past five years. His version of the creature weighed upwards of 800 pounds and gave an, quote, an awful scent, worse than a skunk to my thinking. You can smell that stink for a quarter of a mile. Now, Ted even believes that there may be multiple swamp monsters, and here's what he said about that. I could have killed them, but I didn't because they didn't seem to want to harm me. Now, it was also around this time that Ford and Mills' finding, findings were featured on In Search Of, and this brought national attention to the creature of Honey Island Swamp. And just to have an ending to the poor story of Mr. Ted Williams, uh, one day Ted took his boat in the swamp to set trout lines. Uh, he was never seen again, okay? A swamp is an unforgiving place. Uh, let's not jump to swamp monster conclusions here. Um, I personally think a heart attack was the culprit, and the alligators took care of the rest of uh, Mr. Williams. Unfortunate. <clears throat> Alright, now prior to Ford and Mill's claims of the so-called Honey Island Swamp Monster, there hasn't been any previous evidence of any type of large, bipedal, unknown creature roaming the Louisiana swamps. But some have theorized that it is related to other local myths, such as the Letiche, um, which is kind of a Cajun uh, Jersey Devil, which I'm sure I'm butchering uh, the pronunciation of. Uh, legend has it that a Letiche is either the soul of an illegitimate, unbaptized infant, or a human baby raised by alligators. All right. And either way, what a badass film either of these stories would make. Um, okay, so other Honey Island Swamp Monster theories seem to point to a beastly legend called the Rougarou, which is basically a Louisiana half-man, half-wolf, okay? Um, uh, and whatever the creature may be, whatever it is, uh, it has been linked to and blamed for numerous livestock deaths over the past several decades, all right? Perhaps the most interesting and craziest origin story of the so-called Honey Island Swamp Monster is one involving a train wreck in the early 20th century. The story is that a group of chimpanzees from a traveling circus escaped after the circus train crashed in the swamp and began to interbreed with the local alligator population, creating a hybrid species. And, uh, you know, that hybrid species is what we know today as the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Not only are alligator and chimp genitals completely different and unable to interlock with one another, thanks college, but I'm pretty sure that I saw this exact scenario in the Rugrats movie. Do you remember that? Uh, the chimps didn't tear the faces off any of the babies, but... I'm pretty sure a circus train crashed in the forest and monkeys escaped. Um, so I think, I, you know, this is just a fun story. It's really cool to think about. All right. So after Harlan Ford passes away, his granddaughter, Dana Holyfield, found some 8mm footage in her grandfather's belongings. All right. Now, the footage contains su supposed footage of the Honey Island Swamp Monster. And this just so happens to be the oldest known, quote-unquote, Bigfoot film. It's even older than the, uh, the much more famous Patterson-Gimlin footage, which would be recorded a couple years from now. 
um, where we a couple years from where we are in the story, that is. Uh, Dana used the footage in her documentary about the creature and her grandfather's findings. Uh, she has also expressed confusion as to why her granddaddy didn't reveal this footage while he was alive, which uh, brings up a, a pretty a pretty good point. Why why didn't he? Uh, perhaps for the creature's privacy. Or maybe the creature in the footage was a successfully executed hoax, and uh, he didn't, you know, he didn't want people to call him out um, on his prank. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there are quite a few skeptics who believe the Honey Island Swamp Monster is nothing but a hoax. Uh, maybe a local tale used as the sheer purpose to keep outsiders from hunting areas, or maybe to prevent unwanted attention to local illegal moonshine stills which I think is a pretty good probable theory. It makes a lot of sense. It also could be a scary story used to frighten children from wandering into the uh, relentless swamplands. You know, keep them out there. Keep them secret. Keep them safe. Uh, but, you know, whatever it is, it keeps the Honey Island Swamp interesting, okay? And anything that provokes an interest in nature, you know, that just gets the Alien Zoo stamp of approval. So that's the Honey Island Swamp Monster. There's some information that I have, some information that I found, that I thought I'd share. It's uh, it's pretty difficult to have a well-thought-out idea of what this creature could be. Um, if I'm really thinking in my right mind, do I think it's a swamp monster? Unfortunately not. What I do think it is, is another classic case of mistaken identity, alright? However, if you are able to find Harlan Ford's 8mm um, footage, I don't know, it's, it's kind of compelling. I mean, it, the, the creature that you see for only a couple seconds, it does seem to be walking on two feet. It does look massive. It looks like it's covered in fur. Maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's a, a wild boar that can walk on two feet, you know? Or maybe it's just some homeless man with a, with a fur coat. He's trying to stay warm and dry, guys. Well, anyways, that's the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Thanks for listening. Until next cryptid, goodbye. Goodbye.